You're listening to the Quality of Love Podcast. Your home for all things love, relationship, and mental health. Hosted by nationally certified life and relationship coach, Tyrone Dixon. Sit back, relax, and get tips on creating the life you deserve without wasting any more time. Welcome to the Quality of Love podcast. I am your host, Tyrone Dixon, nationally certified life and relationship coach, husband, father to two beautiful princesses, and CEO and founder of Rosu Concrete Consulting. Thank you guys for taking the time out to listen in with us tonight. We really appreciate it. Got another love nugget for you guys tonight. This love nugget is centered around creating dialogue in your relationships. When we talk about creating dialogue in your relationships, it's really important for you guys to hone in and think about creating dialogue in relationships because in most cases and what I've seen, especially when we talk about long term relationships, individuals that break up somewhere along the line, they lost, they they went from having dialogue. So being able to kind of go back and forth in conversation to having monologue, meaning one person was talking. And usually when that one person is talking, they're talking in a condescending tone and they don't fear the other partner don't feel like they can respond in a right in an effective manner, I should say, or respond in a manner in which they'll have their needs met over the long haul. Right. And that's one of the biggest kind of detractors in a relationship is going from having dialogue to monologue and one person speaking. To start, let's go over the rules when we talk about creating dialogue. Right. Rule number one is a speaker has a floor. Right. So if one partner is speaking and engaging and expressing how they feel, you are not to interrupt them during conversation. Right. You are to sit there completely quiet and receive what they're talking about or what they're expressing and also receive the emotion in the moment as they're expressing themselves. Rule number two is to share the floor, right? So whoever is speaking, make sure that you're speaking in terms of giving the other person an opportunity to talk as well. So you don't want to go on and on and on and on for a long period of time and making the other partner feel like, okay, I got to tune this person out or eventually they will tune you out. Don't know if you guys know this, but recent studies have shown that our attention span is about four seconds. So it's very, very tough to sit and listen for a long period of time. So make sure you're honing into rule rule number two and sharing the floor with both partners. And the third rule to creating dialogue in our relationships is no problem solving. So at no point in time is either partner supposed to solve a problem right within that moment. All we're doing is simply creating an opportunity to have dialogue and back and forth. So don't try to fix the situation or don't try to fix your partner's issue. If you are the speaker in the conversation, when it's your turn to talk, make sure you're speaking for yourself, right? You're, you're identifying the feelings and the needs that you have. Don't try to put your other partner into the equation when you're speaking for yourself, right? Just speak exactly how you feel and what needs that you need met by your partner. And don't try to pull them in by saying things like, oh, well, you shouldn't have did this. Or when you you did that, right? You don't want to pull them in, say, this is how I feel. I feel this way, right? Try to stick to those I statements. 
And then the second thing you want to do as a speaker is make sure you pause so the listener can paraphrase. If you guys have not heard of paraphrasing, it's essentially allowing the listener to get an idea of what you're saying and kind of live in it, live in to live in that. So it's I hear you saying this. OK, so what I hear you saying is this. I hear you sa- telling me that you feel this way. Right. That's an example of paraphrasing. When you are the listener and creating dialogue in your relationship, you want to make sure you paraphrase what the the speaker is saying. So when you paraphrase, right, I just gave you guys an example of what paraphrasing is. Put it in your own words, right? Try not to be repetitive and speak what your partner said. So uh, let's use another example. If your partner says, uh, I got upset because you didn't take the trash out last night. Don't say, oh, you got upset because I didn't take the trash out last night. Say something more along the lines of, "Okay, I, I understand that you got upset because I didn't take the trash out last night. What can I do to help? Right. Or what can I do to alleviate your frustration? Right. Maybe something along the lines of making a list or creating a priority gap in my life that makes me remember to take out the trash on this day at this specific time. Whatever you do, try to paraphrase in your own words. And more importantly, probably the most important thing to creating dialogue in general is actively listen. Right. So I hear you saying this. Am I correct? Right. Is that correct? I hear you expressing the emotion of anger. Is that correct? Right. That's active listening. It's not just sitting back and taking things in, but it's asking your partner, is this correct? Is this what I'm hearing? Things along those lines. And what that does is it allows your partner to know that you're actively engaged in that conversation and you're willing to Like I said, create dialogue when I'm working in group settings or even individually at this point in time. I've been doing a lot of individual sessions via Zoom. I always use this example of dialogue or good dialogue. Right. So number one, the speaker states a concern. Right. So I'm upset about this. I'm frustrated about that. Then once they express themselves or they state their concern, the listener is actively listening and paraphrases. So, so what I hear you saying is this, is that right? Right. You want to make sure you say what I hear you saying, or am I hearing you saying this correct? And also is that right is an important piece because now the speaker has to respond. And again, this is where that dialogue comes into play, right? The speaker typically says yes. If you paraphrase what they're feeling correctly And as a listener, here's your opportunity to do a deeper dive. Right. Tell me more about that. Let me help me understand why you feel that way. Help us come to a common place or a common area. When you do this active listening and you do this, tell me more about things inevitably the five whys come up. And I like to share this also. Most people are upset or frustrated and you see the surface emotion. But really, if you are able to continue dialogue, you'll see a deeper, deeper meaning to that emotion. So recently I was working with a client and she was extremely upset that her boyfriend would rather spend some quality or not would rather spend time on his gaming than he would spend quality time with her. And she had gotten to the point where she was just arguing back and forth with him. And on the surface, it was, oh, this is the game is stupid. I don't know why you like playing video games. That's so dumb. You're grown. Right. That was how she felt on the surface. So that was the emotion that she kept expressing when realistically it was just a matter of her wanting him to spend more quality time with her. 
But the other thing that she didn't realize, so as as I'm encouraging her to continue to have dialogue with her boyfriend and get to the bottom of those five whys, she felt she realized that as her boyfriend continued to kind of tell her what was going on, he had created a community within his gaming world that he felt better being around. So he actually felt better within his gaming world than he did in the outside world. So I worked with both of them to be able to create some commonalities and common grounds so that they can share and experiences. But just think about that, that their dialogue wasn't there because the girlfriend felt one way and the boyfriend felt another. It's not until we open ourselves up to have dialogue that we can really get to the bottom of what's going on with our partner or what's going on with another individual. Right. That's all we have today for our love nugget. You guys are more than welcome to hit us up at TQLP20 at gmail.com with any questions that you guys have for our big Wednesday episode. Once again, that's TQLP20 at gmail.com. Or feel free to hit us up on our Facebook page, The Quality of Love Podcast. And always remember the quality of love and relationships that you guys have in your life will determine the quality of your life. Peace and love.